things cannot be long hidden. The sun, the moon, and the truth. So tonight, the truth is going to be unfiltered and full of flavor. Please welcome Dana McCool and Eric Ramundo, bringing you the smoking truth. Friday, Michael. How you doing? Hi, Eric. I'm fine as frog air today. How you doing? I'm actually doing. V- I'm doing better now. Okay. Doing better now. That I'm here right. in the studio. Um, right. It was a long day. Mm-hmm. My day started around five thirty in the morning. Why did it start at five thirty? I had an event. I had an event to go to early this morning. Is that the one that I saw the yes. rep in the photo? Okay. Yeah. So gotcha. I was out there in Lake County, and uh, it started early today, and then mm-hmm. I just a lot just started happening along the way, and then I was just kind of like. <laughs> You know, why can't people just say where they're going to be when they're supposed nope. to be? You know, I don't mind a few minutes late, you know, but when I call you and then you're like, yeah, I'm going to be there and blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, okay, no problem. Great. I'll be there. Give me about a half hour or so or so, you know. And then they still they still are like, oh, it's going to be like another 15, 20 minutes. Hey, listen, man, I'm busy today and I don't have a lot of time to just, you know, wait like that. Mm-hmm. Anyways, that was, and so the, as I was telling you before we got on, you know, you're building a certain amount of time and I know, and I'm obviously trying to, uh, you know, make it here by a certain time as well. So I can finish out my day with everything else. And, uh, but when you build in that extra time, you're like, oh, okay, I'll start off late, but I'm making, okay. I'm making it right. okay. And anyways, and so that's kind of what happened, but now mm-hmm. I'm here. Oh, I'm fine as F. Yeah. <laughs> I'm oh, fine as F. We're not, we don't even have a, uh, the jar today. I noticed that. that's why I'm saying I'm fine as F because I, I don't want to. Oh, let's try to do one because you know you and I get accused of gratuitously using cuss words. Well, actually, I'll tell you this: we have actually calmed down since mm-hmm. the beginning, and yeah. because we figure this is the show, it is right. what it is. Um, so I know I think we keep it more trying to just accentuate something. Um, <laughs> at least I'm trying to do that. You a little heavily bit. accessorize, my friend. I'm trying. I'm trying to accessorize with, with an F bomb here and there, or maybe a, 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 a or a dam or a whatever, or the S H I T one or whatever. Yeah. You know. So you know who we need to get who? to rehab us. Who we need to get uh, Jamie, Jamie Haynes. Mm-hmm. We need to get her, and we need to get 305. To, we need some intervention rehab. We'll see. We'll, see. we'll keep that. I just do all that. We'll keep that Can one. Can we on do the, it? Can we'll, we do it? We'll keep it on the back burner. Hey, you and I could do a little side thing, a little side bet thing, Let's like see. about cursing oh. for 30 days. Well, let me ask you a question, though. <laughs> okay. But we're going to get into the, into okay. the stuff I got to get out of the way. But right, right. Would you get in trouble if we, like, do a little side bet gambling thing over here that, you know, or would I get in I'm just trying to figure out what, what the lines are here for us as far as what we can and cannot do um, privately, even though I know we're semi-public and so forth. I just want to make sure, because I want to address that, but we'll get to that in a little bit. I just, you know, I'm trying to figure out, can I say an F-bomb anymore? Am I not allowed to? I don't know. Do I have First Amendment free speech as well? I mean, I don't know. Folks, you tell me. I don't know. We'll see. We'll figure it out in a, minute, in a second here. A couple okay, seconds. listen, <laughs> I just want to know one thing. I don't yeah. even want to do the other stuff today. We're going to rebel today. Oh. I'm not doing any housekeeping. No Only housekeeping one. today. But you ready? Yeah. Who's your lover? Oh, uh, the lover is Fosforo. <gasps> Fosforo today. Yeah, Congratulations. yeah, yeah. I, so it's, uh, did I have it last? No, la- no, last week I think I had, I wonder if I had a post down. Anyway, you so. You had a Padron last week. Yes. Oh, OG. OG, damn. Gosh. That's why he's an OG. 
the brain exactly. is gone. Anyways, thank you, OG. Yes, I did have that. That is correct. Um, but I saw somebody smoking it, or maybe I had it another one after the fact. Anyways, and I just I said, you know what? Let me have it. So um, here, and I am, I am not having a cigar. Yeah. I actually pulled a. Um, I did pull one out of my locker, and I didn't. Oh. What's the box press one? Olmec. Uh, Guys, this is what. This is what chemo brain looks like. It's like, uh, you know, it's right there on the tip, and I can't remember. But I have an old Mac. But then I heard my doctor. You know what the sad part of what you just said right now is? What? I feel like sometimes that's half my day, and I don't have cancer. So what the (laughs) hell is wrong with me? (laughs) You don't have chemo brain. Yeah, I don't have chemo brain, so I don't know what's wrong with me sometimes. My Uh, wife reminded me. She's like, last night. You know what yours is? What? Low T. Uh, Whoa. Whoa. (laughs) You're getting to that age that your T's dropping. Uh, And you get a little foggy. So, wait, so we talked about uh, (laughs) low T, colonoscopy, (laughs) and prostate uh, exam. Prostate exam. Um, (laughs) What else can we talk about? Oh, high blood pressure, maybe. What other things? High blood pressure. What other effing thing is wrong with you, Eric? So, my wife last night, she was like, you know, I had a. I had a brain fart about something and I just, I don't remember what it was anyways. And so she was like, I said, well, you know, I'm trying to come up with com- something comical. Right. And then she's like, uh, no, that's like half your day. <laughs> Yo, Hey, <laughs> have a little consideration. <laughs> I, you know, I love you. <laughs> she's like, I know Eric, but it's like kind of half your day sometimes. I'm like, all right, whatever. Do you know right. what that actually is a, a byproduct of what? having too much to do? I will tell you this, when you shove so much in your head, because mm-hmm. I do, I, I, I have any given time working on f- five different platforms, yeah. I have, meaning I have five different totally non-related things going on at the same time, and that's what happens. You just, your brain gets lockjaw almost, yeah. right? And it's just like, oh. I, you know, so in my day, well, the thing is that my week kind of goes like up and down, up and down. Like mm-hmm. some days will be busier than others, and some days I just won't have as much, but I'm thinking about things um, probably a little bit too much. Mm-hmm. I mean, I try not to overthink anything, but I find myself probably at times going a little bit down a rabbit hole, especially if you have time, like you're driving a car or mm-hmm. whatever it may be, and you're just, you're just thinking about, you're just being reflective about things in general, right. maybe yourself, whatever it may be. So. About your behavior, about that your behavior, first, yeah. maybe about your First Amendment rights. Yeah, about my First Amendment rights. <laughs> <laughs> Can we talk about that? Like, you, in, yeah, let's talk about I, it. So today, obviously, we were supposed to have um, some other guests on and um, on this whole issue with the- um, Fuel farm, and they're the going to be on- I, I know that wig out's on the 29th, but I still, I want them two together so badly that it might still happen. I might just come in in my gown and have to, have to podcast, but it's a really important issue going on right now. It is. Because we need to talk about it from the inception thought rights of the developer. That's kind of why I wanted them on because I really, you know, and once again, but if you have them on, at least when I get to hear the podcast back, I mean, you know, back again, Mm -hmm. or play back anyways, it gives me opportunity to learn because I want to know like if they're that familiar with the whole thing, like, okay, where did it start no, they from? Are. They, where did it start from to where yeah. we're at today? Because I do have a, a lot of general concerns. I, there are a lot of people I've talked to very privately who have um, a lot of general concerns. Mm-hmm. People that don't even live on the east side, but folks who live on the west side, not even people you would consider, like, quote-unquote environmentalists, mm-hmm. who just have a general concern. And so I think it's one of those things that, anyways, it just needs to be talked about. 
uh, and I want to I want to get as much information as possible without being like I don't want to over over excoriate anybody or whatever right. or these folks because I don't know them the the, the folks want to bring the fuel farm mm -hmm. but I just kind of want a better understanding but then also think about where we're at politically environmentally and so forth with the whole mm -hmm. thing so anyways yeah I'm it. gonna uh, before we get into our thing because I know that once we get into the subject that it was going to take up the rest of the podcast yeah so I briefly want to touch on we had the legislative delegation meeting yeah uh, Volusia week. County had it yeah you told me this week yeah, yeah uh, Volusia County the League of Cities uh, hosted that, and mm -hmm. I want to say Karen Allen did a great job of putting that together. Where'd you get, she where'd is you director. Guys have it? it was in South Daytona. Oh, really? Uh, oh. Yeah, it was at. Oh, I forget okay. the name of the center, and I apologize because you have a beautiful facility, but it was in South Daytona. Okay, awesome. Okay. Um, and it was um, a great facility, and I will tell you that Senator Wright showed up, um, Webster Good. Barnaby, Representative okay. Rep. Uh, Webster Barnaby mm -hmm. showed up, Representative Leak, mm -hmm. Representative Tremont. Mm -hmm. And you know who, like, I'm fangirling on now? Who? Stan McLean. He's a bad, he's, I was going to say something else, but uh, he's, he's, a, he's a bad D, uh, A double S. Uh, and I mean that in the, in the nicest way. In the bestest way. Yeah, because he's, uh, I have a lot of respect for him. Um, I know him. Uh, I know his son. I definitely know his son personally. His son also works in the legislature. I'm very good friends with his son. I'm going to just tell you something. But he's, he's so... He's, this is, here's the thing. Yeah. He didn't get ruffled. He was talking about... No, he's always he's that very yeah. self-depreciating, like, you know, yeah. giving credit to other people. It's, you, know, you, know what I, you know what I've seen? Even with people who don't agree with him, like right? Him. Because he's... Look, he's, he's a pretty solid conservative individual. And I will just tell you this, but he's like... So mellow and cool, like he, I mean, I've. He said he'd come on the show. I know he's gotten. I know. Well, okay, great. I mean, I think. Um, and so did Representative Leak. All right. Well, all right. So we gotta see about getting him on. Then. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, so how did how did it go? Because obviously, I'm not part of the. So delegation it was good. Anymore, they so. came up and we talked about. Uh, they talked about the. Um, they. It was a back padding event. You know. Okay. Yeah. I'm not saying that in a disparaging way. What I mean is they all got up and were talking about the monies that had been brought back to the districts, had what they had done in their specific districts. What they had done as a whole body and things okay. that they are looking at. Um, I know that the – I will tell you that the highlight is um, – two things i've got to bring up the school concurrency and i okay. asked the state can you please take some responsibility for this now you know and this is an issue yeah. and i will tell you that representative tremont is very very interested in this um because you know he's an education watchdog mm -hmm. so he is uh very interested in this um they talked about all of them talked about the uh abortion bill you know i mean mm. that's going to continue to come up in yeah. the state of florida because here's the thing if we must live with something i could live with 15 weeks unless it's a medical emergency okay i can live with that yeah, right i know i know but yeah. however at six weeks i'm just going to tell you you can tell a lot of men made this law because they don't understand how a woman's body works obviously oh. i mean you know, I I listen there were plenty of women the only thing I'll tell you is this. There are plenty of women on the Republican side who had input on this. Matter of fact, the folks who ran the bill weren't Do you even know why? Men. Can I tell you this? Here's the thing. Women ran the bill the it, way that men wanted them to run the bill. And I'm just putting that out there because men dominate that house. They tell women what to do. Like, no, no, Let me no, no, finish no, my no, thought. No, then no, you can no, argue no, with me. No, okay. All right. I don't believe anywhere that uh, there is a woman that can fully get behind this when you're talking about women's rights and when we're talking about, they did mention the life of the child after it was born. They talked about um, 
what you're doing or the money that they're giving mm-hmm. for that. I don't believe it's enough, but okay, it's a start, and I'll acquiesce to that. I will say you this, that uh, to, just to inject really quickly, yes, mm-hmm. it is a start, and they are fully aware of it. This was just a start. There is more, um, and I've heard Speaker Renner talk about the fact in a relatively closed-door meeting um, where my understanding this is just a start. And there was a recognition from, from, from a number of Republicans who were saying, hey, look, we don't mind, and I told you this before, we don't mind going down this path, mm-hmm. um, but it is, you know, it, I'll just say this, they recognize it seems very stringent for a lot of folks. So if we're going to go down this path, we need to then think about the other end of that, which is the money. And so I will just tell you that my understanding is what I heard, this is just a start. Mm-hmm. Whether you agree with the, the official policy or not, different story, that's a whole other argument to have on that. But it's there, and so there is money and more money to be and, thrown and at the it, thing, so. Here's the thing, too. Listen, I will always say this. I uphold this. I will aid and abet abortion every time. If you are a female in trouble, I will help you get an abortion if you need an abortion. Mm. I'm saying that personally because mm-hmm. I believe it should be your right no matter what the governor says. Mm. So I will aid and abet abortion. I'll tell you that again. The other thing is this. I don't believe that is any... I don't believe that there is it's longer prudent to talk about abstinence. Mm-hmm. I don't mean that a parent sitting down with their child and talking about what their family values and beliefs are is a bad thing. It's a fantastic thing. I think that every family should sit down and talk to their children about what their right, what their what their responsibilities are. Mm-hmm. I think that children should be talked to, and when I say children, teenagers. Yeah. Okay, starting at middle school. Sorry, but that's where we're at. Okay, as in, as as suck as it is, yeah. But I think that that needs to be the parents' responsibility to sit there and talk to their child about abstinence, about uh, healthy relationships, and about all of this stuff. Yeah. In absence of that, because I'm going to tell you something, and this is a sad fact: we have way more unhealthy family units than we do healthy family units. Yeah. We just do. I'm sorry. I don't care how many Republicans outnumber Democrats, because in every it, this is something that crosses all political mm-hmm. parties. You know what I mean? You have good, valued Christian girls that are getting pregnant. I don't care how good the parents are, this happens. So what I mean by that is that the Republicans need to really, if they, they want to be anti-abortion, they need to be pro-birth control. Mm-hmm. You can't preach a religious philosophy that encourages people not to use birth control, right, and use that as a way to think that they're going to be abstinent it doesn't happen so i would ask the republican party also if you're going to be this restrictive on abortion you need to be just that permissive with birth control it needs to be free it needs to be available and it needs Mm. to be given out sorry Mm. eric Mm. sorry here's the thing here's the thing this is what the republicans are doing we're going to pay we're going to tax-free diapers we're going to tax-free baby things that's really, really good after the fact. But what are we doing to prevent the pregnancy? But right? if you're making a choice mm-hmm. to have sex, mm-hmm. there are consequences to that. And I know that we have to pay for it on either end. I hear you. Eric, it's you, like, did you why, hear what you just but, said? Yeah, but why am I paying? Why should I pay for somebody's birth control? Why? Then I pay shouldn't. for men's vasectomy. For what? Because it's going to happen. That's what's going to happen. I hear you, but if we don't create, if we don't put a line somewhere, even if we keep moving the goalposts a little bit, right, here and there, but if we don't create a boundary or a line somewhere, then where does it stop? And then there'll be another thing. Then there'll be another thing. At 
there is a part of government's responsibility, okay? And I think it's incumbent upon all elected officials to think about. They talked about that. What is the community's responsibility? What is government responsibility? Well, I'll tell you this. If government would quit, quit taking money that we need to fund these programs and let us have that, then we'd well, be I, fine. Listen, I'm not, listen, I will tell you this. I don't disagree with you. There's a lot of programs I wish they would just defund already and stop funding to have money for other things, right? That are longstanding some social programs. Like what? That are, like, like what? Do you know that workforce programs are one of the biggest crocs in this country, it's social, it's, it's corporate welfare. Dude, it is nonprofit. Not, there are nonprofits, right? Where the CEOs are making, let's say, you know, these, these workforce nonprofits, right? They saw you know job training, whatever. Okay, there is a uh, there's something out there that nobody wants to talk about because everybody's getting money, and on both sides they feel like it's a nice thing. But the reality is, is that when we talk about return on investment for some of these workforce programs that we're doing, it it is garbage. Okay, you got CEOs making anywhere about close to a hundred thousand dollars. Half the some of the money is actually going to fund their salaries and administration, and what they get in return for the amount of people they're helping find jobs is not enough. Then why don't you work on that? My, well. My point is, is that in some, of, but yeah, some true, and some of that is federal dollars as well too. So it's 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 a multi it's multi tier. I know we want to make it as easy as that, but it is multi tier. It's like Medicaid, right? Like I'd love to reform Medicaid, but unfortunately, sometimes what happens is Medicaid comes with strings attached from the federal government, and you can't do this, you can't do that, because they're like, hey, you know, then then they find ways of screwing with the state, you know, other ways. So depending who's in office, right? Here's what I'm going to go back and just tell you. Number one, the issue of the women who are in political office. There are enough reps who I've had women who I've had conversation with who genuinely philosophically believe in that. And they are the ones usually running the bills. I'm going to give you a prime example. Senator Erin Grawl. She is a true believer. Whether you agree with her or not, she's a true believer. She believes in what she's doing. And she's been the one pushing this on the Senate side since she's gotten to Senate. And she was the one who did it in the House side. There are others who are concerned Yes, six weeks seems very restrictive because we've talked about this before that, hey, sometimes you don't even know if the baby's, you know, having a heartbeat until, I know they say as much as six weeks, but you may not even realize, and I know this, I, you may not, a woman may not realize they're pregnant until eight weeks and then what? Now we're, now I'm quote unquote stuck, right? Between a real rock and a hard place. So there are those who are saying, okay, if we're going on this path, then we need to continue to fund, fund, fund. We just can't sit here and say, it's like. Let me it, ask you this, yeah. Eric. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Basically what is happening is. You are forcing a woman to carry a baby full term mm -hmm. and then push that baby out through her vagina mm -hmm. and it's going to change her body forever. So basically you are forcing something to come out of her that is going to change her body forever. I will tell you this. I also want to see section. What we'll I that. also want to see. You're going to force me to do that. And I, I will tell you this right now. If men were forced a, to push a watermelon out of your that, ass, you wouldn't I, be doing that. I will it tell would you be this. a totally different story if men were forced uh, to do this. Look, I guarantee you this and, right now. Mm. That's why men are making these laws. You know why? Because it doesn't affect them. Well, I'll Does not affect them. They this. have no no reasonable expectation of right. understanding what it's like to carry a child, to nurture a child for nine months, to be responsible for that. And then think about that if you're drug addicted or you have been abused or you're forced to carry a child that has been put in you unwillingly. That's, These are the things that make me absolutely well, crazy. That's all part of that conversation. What I will tell you this, what I also want to see on the other end of that, though, and I'll just tell her, I'll put it out there. Is I want to see this is where government has a real opportunity and I think responsibility is to ensure that they're going after, and the court system is everybody, that you are doubling down on going after men 
There's no reason why a man is out there two, three, four years behind on payments on 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 on, on support for the child. You know what? I'm sick of paying for multiple so. children in a family too. I believe absolutely in uh, helping somebody. I believe in a children. A children should not be paid. Children should not be made to pay for the crimes of the parent. When all that said, I'll, t- I'll also but tell I you But I hate, I hate that when you're having, it's a lifestyle, when you're having, pumping out six, uh, seven, eight kids know, by I different know. fathers. But I'll, I'll tell you this too. What I find also encouraging, whether you, whether we all realize this or not, what okay. I also find encouraging is that there are many youth in this country who are waiting it out, right? Meaning that education is coming before um, before having any family, this and some of them are waiting till like 27, 28, 29, 30 years old to have kids. Um, and so that's also a reality. Those numbers are being thrown in. It's not like, look, when I, when I was growing up in the eighties, that's when the whole pregnancy thing started like really blowing up. Right. And it's like every time you turn the corner with somebody else is getting pregnant. Oh my God. So I'll tell you, it's taken a long time to get to a point where now I'm seeing a lot more of the youth just waiting out because they're finding out their education is more important. Where my challenge is sometimes is still, unfortunately is within a lot of the minority community that is, um, uh, that is, that is not either we're either they're not being as, um, uh, vigilant about this or having these conversations. Like I will tell you this right now. I've had conversations with my kids since they were young mm-hmm. about all this stuff. Right. And just say, Hey, these are the consequences. Hey, please be careful. Please be careful. I know I, I can't control what you're doing out there, especially when you turn 18. I have even less control, right? Cause now you're mm-hmm. an adult. So please be very, very, uh, very careful and um, and think about what you're doing before you do it. And, uh, you know, what I'll tell you is it is nerve wracking because you don't want to see your child go through that, you know. But I've also told me if you if it comes down to that, we're going to do the right thing and you're going to go ahead and it's going to happen. Whether, you know, I just, you know, I'm hoping, you know, I'm now to, obviously the girl that has goes a different route. It's a different story. I there's, I'm trying to control what I can as best I can. And there's still too many parents like an education who are not doing their part to educate and sit down with their kids. They'd rather just sit there and yell at them. Oh, I ain't got time for this. Well, if you ain't got time for it, then why'd you even have a kid to begin with? You know what I'm saying? And, but these are all choices you make. They had the kid because there was no abortion provisions well, no, out there. I that's mean, why I, they had I, the well, kid. Or better yet. That's why right, you had so then, a kid. So then that's I, why. Well, then I misspoke. Then what are you doing having sex if you can't have the, if you can't deal with the responsibility of having sex? Well, here's the thing. I absolutely And our society is way you. too, listen, what adults do is one thing. But it's tri- it's trickling down to our kids where it's just way too permissive and way too promiscuous, and I, you know, listen, I'm just that's just my personal feeling. It's just gotten Here's worse the thing. over time. You're not gonna stop it. You're not gonna stop it. I mean, well, you got. I wish all I had a, Can I, tell you I wish I had his long belt for every child. Hey, cut it out right now, listen, man. You know? Listen, I'm gonna know, tell you I something. Know. We, it, it, uh, but you got to start somewhere, though. You have to start somewhere. Yeah, okay. Anyways. Whatever. I'm just saying. Yeah. Anyways. Mm-hmm. So goes the delegation meeting. Uh, listen, yeah. oh, can I just and so just to kind of I'll, I'll finish with SB one hundred two. We got the, plenty. Of yeah, that. I'll just uh, just so people are aware too the delegation meetings. There's nothing in statutory in the statutes that dictate the. Um, uh, delegations having their delegation meeting. There's nothing there. There's nothing even in the, in the, in the house rule book yeah. that says they're forced to do yep. so. 
Actually, their delegation meeting is primarily for... But it's really for, great that they do show up and share what well, they're doing with the constituency and what the... Well, well the, it was not so much... So it was mostly it was done for local bills, local, and then it yeah. just kind of morphed. Because by, you are supposed to do a local... You have to have a delegation meeting for a local bill. That you have to do and have to vote on it and so forth. And the delegations kind of... The meetings just kind of morphed into, hey, we want to... It's a way to hear from the community, whether we think it's a dog and pony show sometimes, because in many cases, we're also having these conversations on the scenes with the same people who are coming up and talking in front of delegation meetings, so... Hey, listen, you can wink. I know I've had plenty of delegate uh, meetings with a lot of folks on their project ass or certain policy issues that they have concerns with. You know what uh, Karen Allen's going to do, too, is um, they're going to do uh, a sit down, uh, which I think is an amazing idea with local officials regarding guidance on asking for that money. Because um, uh, Representative Leak mm-hmm. talked a lot about that. He talked about, you know... One of the things that we ask, is this a government responsibility or is this a locale responsibility, mm-hmm. right? And so, I mean, he gave good information regarding yeah. that, you know, what we need to do to do that. So I was happy to hear that, too. Another thing that got a lot. Can, and can I tell you why he's, sure. probably, why he's probably suggesting that really quick? So there's a lot of folks have been putting in monies for, like, fire stations and upgrades in mm-hmm. their fire stations, right? And then there are infrastructure like wastewater treatment yeah, and other yeah. things, right? And so what happens is, to that point... The state is saying, hey, by 2030, whatever, you need to have up certain upgrades, whatever case may be. So they, the state knows there's a certain level of responsibility that they have to do in order honoring a lot of these project mm-hmm. requests to come through for those infrastructure projects, right? Especially as we're growing. What they're going to argue, though, is, and maybe somebody can make the stretch too with the fire stations, but some are going to argue, hey, look, that should really be more your responsibility. Water, sewage and water and stuff like that, that's a whole different other ball game. Mm-hmm. And they view, and I'm just, I'm just generally speaking, they view that differently in Tallahassee. Right. Um, you know, there are some fire stations that do get for one reason or another, but the vast majority and the governor's been hyper focused on less on that and more on just a if they're asking for certain uh, certain projects, then that's what we're going to push through. Mm-hmm. Obviously, not everyone makes it, even in our area, not in Lake County, but not everything makes it. So you know, but what, that's, did, I, what did you not get this year? Um, there was a how pro- much did Lake County get? I think they got a uh, Lake County. I think got around forty million. I think total thereabouts um and there were two there were two infrastructure projects two or three in the district we did not get one was for city of eustace um which we're going to try and go back and we're going to push hard this year for them umatilla mm-hmm. uh who's one of those what they call those um ready um uh rural ready uh, type cities yep. whatever like like a oak hill type yeah, yeah so um they didn't get anything this year but although we've been working hard to make sure the last three cycles i think we got the money um for some of their infrastructure projects so this year unfortunately they didn't make the cut and there was one other city i believe that needed something but but all the other cities did get things and um obviously and then we helped fund um with the help of senator baxley uh funding for lake sumter state college and lake tech um and both uh i know the president from lake sumter and the government affairs individual i know the president from lake tech uh all just very just wonderful people to work with and just really focused on what they're trying to accomplish for lake county and those surrounding areas right. that want to use their facilities so yeah. anyways we also talked there about the sb 102 mm-hmm. developer hand job bill <laughs> and let me tell you something <sighs> all four foot nine of you no <laughs> oh yeah mayor chaze oh, oh 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 okay yeah the other four she, foot nine individual <laughs> she got up she's respectful she's well spoken and she had her 
crap Good. organized. Good for and her. She got up and she said, this is what this is doing. Developers are using this as a bully tactic now. We don't care if you I'm approve si- it. We don't, yes. We're going in. We're just- I, would, I would 100%. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out on a limb for someone who works in the legislature. And, and I'm just yeah. going to tell you right now, yes. I, I hate to put it out. You look, whether the people want to agree or whether or not I get in trouble, I'm just telling you right now, yes, because I'm seeing it more and more. There are conversations happening behind the scenes. Yep. Well, if you don't do this, yep, SB gonna, 102. Exactly. And I said, dude, uh, yep. and, you know, that's, hey, you, and you that's can't happening. do that. Yeah. Listen, that's happening. Yeah. You think that that stuff wasn't written for developer money? Think again. Listen, can I tell you something? Mm. I don't know Senate President Perdomo. Mm. Don't know at all. Don't know her. Mm. Right? Don't know. Can't speak to it. This was a very ambitious bill, okay? And I appreciate the sentiment behind the bill. But the bill was poorly written. It's poorly and too broadly interpretive, okay? It is like a lot of legal jargon. Mm -hmm. It is very subjective depending on who it comes in from, that there's conflict, Mm -hmm. right? But I will guarantee you that 80% will come out on the favor of the developer, and some of the consequences that we have talked about, that we have seen, that golf courses are now getting folded up into this cycle, what it's going to do to property values. Mm-hmm. So I just want to say, you wealthy Republicans that went along with your Senate president and didn't peep a word, here you go. Your golf, your golf course homes will now be worth poo-poo. Yeah, so uh, welcome to middle class America after you lose value. So actually, we talked about this, right? Where we said, hey, this was a great way for the legislature where I work to go ahead and go both get rich and middle class folks uh, on board on board with, with an issue. They kind of go, wait a minute, for different reasons, yeah. maybe, but, but they're on board still, with the S. They, hey, we have problems. Good. Yeah. They have concerns with SB 102 and what yeah. the implications are. <laughs> and and I'll, look, I'll go, I've said this before on the, on the podcast. Where I said, look, I do believe this was done with the best of intentions. Yes, there was an opportunity there where there were a, a plethora of cities throughout the state of Florida who were just creating problems um, where, in areas where I think they, that some developers saw real opportunity. And then for some small cities who are looking for that, I think that I think to Don Burnett's point, I think there's some small cities that looked at it and go, yeah, this I think could be a great uh, a great opportunity and, and for that's us. Exactly, because it's so subjective. But but like we do at times, there are there are aspects of the bills that, and this happens in a lot of bills in Tallahassee where they become a little more broad in nature. Mm-hmm. And, and you know what? I, I, can I tell you this though? I'll say this. Over the years, I've seen this happen on both sides. I've seen where regulators have come down. You're trying to run a bill and regulators make their opinions known, mm-hmm. right? And then they want the bill to be super restrictive. And we're like, hey, wait a minute. But how's this industry going to grow if mm-hmm. we make it super restrictive? But then on the flip side, I've also seen bills be pretty broad nature where there are some unintended consequences and they don't show up for like a year or two later. This one is actually pretty immediate because the developers, some of the, a lot of developers are going, oh, no, 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 we're submitting. hang yeah. on. Listen, they're already submitting. <laughs> yeah. They're already submitting. And I got to tell you, it's a bunch of baloney, but uh, Mayor Chazé got up and she was not I, playing. I'm and I will sure. tell you this, that um, Sharon doubled down. He was asked in the question, because we got the question in Q&A after, he was asked if he would support any um, alterations or whatever, and he said, no, the bill is just fine. And I'm like, Sharon, really? Whatevs. But then you talk to Representative Leake and McLean, Mm -hmm. and, you know, I I don't know how the senator felt about it, but there is the, again, there is the affirmation that, yeah, this one is... No bueno. I'll tell. What I'll say is this: is that 
everybody is, I, there's a number of um, uh, House and Senate members who are hearing about it at different stages. Right. So what I'll just say in just defense is that, you know, maybe the, maybe Rep Barnaby is hearing a little bit about it, but it's not the same where I know for, I know for a fact that um, I've been in um, in two or three different situations where I know for a fact I'm almost positive that Representative Leak um, has heard a few things already about it. I know for he a felt fa- like he had. I, fe- I, I feel <laughs> I know I almost know for a fact that I'm pretty sure I know that Representative McLean has heard it already a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, my boss has heard it a few times, and, mm-hmm. and the conversation I have with some folks that I know, like in Lake County, who live on golf courses is that I don't know if it's up for interpretation. Um, there were many who were stating to me from different cities I spoke to saying that this is probably going to get settled in the courts unless this legislature does something to fix it. Yep. And so I think the, I, what I've said is the more you talk about it, the more they, they'll listen to say, okay, maybe we did something that was a little too broad and we didn't yep. mean to go that far. Yep. Um, and and they have was, the ability to I've do heard, that. I've heard yeah. both sides of the story from lawyers. Mm-hmm. I've heard some say that, oh, no, they can't touch a PUD. Then I've heard others say, oh, it is, yes, they can. And so now that confusion is creating a problem and in that in that confusion some developers are taking definitely taking advantage of going oh, we're going to use sb 102 and everybody's like oh 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 oh, oh you know and they get nervous right away not me oh gee i hate to do this but can i just can i get a lighter really quick i apologize i where's not, elvis did just not stay, just sit tight out all, right, all right where's elvis uh in my running around today i did not that's why you're all jacked up today there was no calming. There was no calming presence of yeah, uh, the one and the only. The myth. <laughs> I thought about you because I went to Bagel King, which yeah. is my favorite. I love them uh, over there. Fran, Fran is the best. Franny is the best. She's the best. All the girls are the best. So, uh, thank you listen, very much. Bagel King on yeah. Deltona Boulevard. Listen, if you haven't been there, you need to go there. Get your bagel fix. I mean, oh god, oh god it's so good. I, lo- I love them over there. Yeah, I, yeah. When I was, yeah, oh but I was listening. I was over there for breakfast this uh, week, and they had, you know, how they usually play the oldies over there. Yep. Oh yeah. They just had Elvis on, and I'm like, if Eric were sitting here, he would be in, he would be in tears because he was doing like uh, Glory Hallelujah, you oh, know, with the Jordanaires behind him. I'll say this: whether people don't know this or not, I know that some older folks who uh, were with Elvis at that time, in that time period. While mm-hmm. just, it's a known, I think it's pretty known, pretty well known, a known fact that. That um, the uh, Glory Glory Hallelujah song, I forget what he, the name of it mm-hmm. is, anyways. That was actually, uh, if not his favorite, one of his favorites. Mm-hmm. He enjoyed, he loves singing. The Jordan Ayers man reached that. The, yeah. the he, he just, that yeah. And when you watch him constantly yeah. singing yeah. it, you just kind of like, and I just. And the, you know what is so conflicting? Yeah. That he was like, this is so bad of me. I can't even say. Yeah. <laughs> like, even singing, like. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> spit it out woman spit it out <laughs> like even singing gospel songs you wanted to bang him you know? <laughs> so, <laughs> but he was <laughs> i don't know folks if i would go that far that's not my persuasion although i do understand it's 2023 and i know there are so many in my sex who feel that same way probably about elvis um but no do tell dana please as a woman now let, let me know i mean you know. <laughs> Listen, he was, there is no, I don't think that there is an entertainer in my lifetime, yeah. in my lifetime, that will ever be that, um, that will have that like enigma that he did. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's so enigmatic, right? That there's nobody that will have that. He was, I remember being a, a, a young girl, you know, and watching him and I'm just like, he, why do I feel funny? Yeah. <laughs> so it's funny because there's a, if you go on YouTube and look at like you did Google, I mean, or look on YouTube, uh, Return to Sender, he did it in, in a, one of his movies, right? Mm-hmm. And he's next to a piano and he's, I think, wearing this, uh, he's wearing like, oh, black blazer, black shirt and all black, right? Mm-hmm. 
Anyways, it's not the six eight special. It was just a, it was a movie he did. Anyways, mm-hmm. and uh, he did the Return of Sender, and so uh, we, I throw that on every once in a while because my wife she's just like, oh my god. <laughs> God, he was even 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 when he got chunkier and heavier, he was always he still was very still he, was, sexy. he was still a very handsome man. But yeah. when he was in that time period, man, when he was sl- slimmed down and then just, he had the he had the moves going, whatever. And yeah. I was like, I was like, oh, I said, honey, <laughs> is he like pre salsa pre merengue? I was like, oh my god, like Elvis has like the little he has the thing going on. I'm like, oh man, look at this guy. Anyways, hey, he could have been he might have been Puerto Rican a little bit. Listen, did you notice his skin color, his skin tone though? Olive, right? very o- always always at the olive to skin yeah, tone. I don't yeah. know where he got that from. I but think it, listen. We're just going to say he was part Puerto Rican. Yeah, he may have been. I okay. think he, I think his family, though, is, um, I think his heritage or background is that he has some Native American Indian in him mm-hmm. that may have trickled in there. And there may be other things, but I don't know. But yeah, so we'll say that. Yeah, Elvis Presley, Puerto Rican. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, I want to yeah. uh, give a shout out to El Cookie Bakery today, too. I went over there because oh, I was bringing some treats upstairs. Mm-hmm. Let me just tell you something. Was that the little white box that's on the, on the, yeah. was that the little white box yeah. that's on the bar? Yeah. Okay. All hey. Right. Chocolate chip cookies. That's uh, all I'm gonna say. Oh, uh, I knew that was. A and the familiar. coconut weird thing with the all the thing. They have a little muffin looking thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's really shiny with some sugary stuff on the top of it. Don't know what it was. Looked like a macaroon, but that thing was kicking too. Mm-hmm. I only had a bite because my doctor's preaching at me about the betas. So. Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. So, anyways, uh, so listen. Yeah. I need to talk about last week. <laughs> I need to talk about what happened last <laughs> night. Ah. <laughs> uh. Where do we start? Okay, I've I've heard a lot, I've heard some things. Yeah, go ahead. Heard some things from you, and I've mm-hmm. heard some things from others. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, let me let me put it to you this way. Okay. So, um, I've heard some commentary about it, and and people talking about defamation lawsuit nonsense or whatever it may be, and and anything else, right? So here's what I'm going to tell you, folks. I'm pretty familiar with the Florida statues. I'm not an expert expert, but I'm pretty familiar with the Florida statues. And I've heard things thrown around like, oh, they discuss certain things on the show, city business and blah, 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 or ho, and I, as a city commissioner, she shouldn't, but whatever. And then there's this other aspect, which is the whole anti-defamation or the defamation thing, whatever it may be. So let me address the Florida statute one when it pertains to you as city commissioner and just you as, as okay, Dana McCool. No, folks, let me stop everyone right there and clear it all up because it just stupidity that's being put out there right now okay whatever we discuss in the show especially dana when dana's on the show she is i know that she's always the elected dana mccool she's a commissioner when she's on the show she's acting on behalf of dana mccool that's part of the podcast it's part of the shtick yep. that's why i wear my sunglasses we do it we kind of do a shtick but we also you know the goal is to talk about these issues that are important yep. to everyone in volusia county well, at least we try anyways mm-hmm. so that said whenever we talk about it right it is always public knowledge there's nothing going on. Matter of fact, Dana's gone out of her way to ensure that if there was a discussion that may have happened in the shade, that she says, well, there was a discussion we had in the shade, but she knows that she can't talk about it. Mm-hmm. So it never gets aired out there. She doesn't even tell me about it. That's a discussion for the city commission um, to deal with. And it, it has, it, I may know what the topic is about, right, in general, but I don't know what specifically was talked in there. That's for them. We don't ever talk about that. If she leans into my ear or I lean into her ear to tell her about somebody specifically, it's because we folks don't want to throw the person's name out there unless we get some level of a 
approval or unless we've unless it's generally something. But if it's we're harping on somebody, I make sure I try to make sure I'm not calling their name out unless they're doing something extremely public. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, that said, I try very hard not to. But the, for the, for a number of these individuals are out there talking. I didn't mention any names. Nope. If I mention it to her, it's only because I, I only want her to hear about it. She wants me to hear about it. Because why? Because we don't want to mention that name. Now, I may th- throw references out there. Mm-hmm. And if you figure it's maybe you, well, that's on you. But you here's the sad part. I, <laughs> I love individuals who want to throw bombs and hurl accusations at the city commission. But the minute they get checked, meaning that now we're criticizing them, Oh, I want to get my lawyer. I want to sue. That's not the way it works. Once you throw yourself into your ring, let me tell you another thing, folks. The minute you step up and you say, I want to walk to that podium and I want to make a comment, you are public. I don't care what you do in your home. It's on top to you. It's the same way an elected official. When they're sitting up on that dais or at a public event, it's all open and fair game. If you don't want to be criticized, and do me a favor, shut the hell up and stay away from the microphone and the podium up there. Because you have to know that you are subject to criticism. Especially when people have already seen you acting in a very vile and nasty way. I don't, and this goes across to everybody, not just the plumber. This is everybody. When you get up there and act in a very nasty and vile way, you are subjecting yourself to criticism. And yes, I may, because I can, right? Because you want to talk about your First Amendment rights. Well, my First Amendment right is I can be critical. It's my opinion. And I can sit here and kind of go, yeah, you are probably being laughed at right now. Because... The right thing to do is do like what Mayor Chazé did in a very professional manner and go up there. I'm not saying you cannot have passion. I'm all for that. But the minute you start dropping F-bombs like that and then you start leveling accusations toward those uh, toward the individuals up on that dais, you're opening yourself up to criticism because a lot of what you're saying is unfounded and not based on facts. Mm-hmm. It may be your own opinion, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But then guess what? Because it's an opinion, <laughs> I have every right to criticize it yep. and criticize you. Yep. All right. Now that said, I'll let you do your thing. Cause I, after this, I'm not going to talk about it much because <laughs> these individuals are just on a whole nother level. I don't know where their brain farts are at, but whatever it is, what it is. And I, this goes across the board to a number of individuals. I've even publicly, I've stated before, right? I also wish that sometimes the city commission would listen to some of the residents and maybe some are, maybe some aren't. I don't know. And I'll give you a prime example. I'm going to give a big shout out to her. Brandy always comes prepared. Whether you always agree with her or not, she comes prepared. And listen, let me tell you something. I've heard her comments and I just sat there was like, yeah, dude, folks, that makes a lot of sense. And it's logical and it's well thought out whether you agree with it or not, but it's well thought out. And here's the thing. I I can respect that. I don't mind you stepping on my toes as long as you don't punch me in the throat while you're doing it. And I haven't always agreed with Brandy. Yeah. And sometimes she uses her methods that I don't necessarily agree with. It's just, that's a a style. But I don't just, I don't, but I'm not out, but I I respect what she's trying to do because she's trying to bring a, a conversation um, I, which may be at times, and this is something for the dice to think about, which may be at times uncomfortable for them to deal with. Yeah, and here's the thing. I can deal with uncomfortable. Yeah. I know what I was signing up for. When it gets uncomfortable, because here's the thing. And I was talking to somebody this morning uh, about this very thing, somebody that I respect a lot. And here, hold on, come here. I'll tell you who it was. All right. Yeah, get ready, folks. <laughs> Okay, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, yeah. I was talking to her this morning and I really, really respect her. Okay. She doesn't play games. She I and I call her because I want honest feedback. Yeah. And I told her. And you know, part of the problem I think is that this 
commission is still saddled with leftover bad stuff from previous commissions up to and including not really giving residents um, affirmation that they're being heard, meaning that, you know, things weren't looked into or uh, one of the biggest things uh, that the residents are go crazy about is development, right? And not being heard regarding what a character of the area is regarding the safety concerns that they have. So Mm -hmm. that's one thing. The other thing is transparency that we have with public records requests. And I will tell you that due to lack of staff, that gets to be a thing, but yet you know, there's a misunderstanding between what it really costs to hire somebody else and what you're willing to pay with your tax dollars. I listen, I've said before, I made this public before. I've even had conversations uh, when I was working with David at the time. Mm -hmm. And if you ever walked into our state office, you can have whatever you want. Yeah. I'll be more happy to spend the time doing it. Can I tell you something that policy that's being worked on? Yeah. And, and so for any city, all right, and I know the problem was with the with the former city manager with, with Jane, and it just felt like, and I and I made this comment to others. I made the comment to three hundred five. I made the comment to others, and I said, "I hear you. Mm-hmm. I know it takes a little bit of time, but it just seems as if you guys are throwing up obstacles. And if you have nothing to hide as a city, then there should be no problem. Now there are sensitive issues or things that cannot be discussed with the average resident, mm-hmm. like certain projects. Like you know, if you're waiting for someone to to do a project and they want it to be quiet for the time being because mm-hmm. Folks, whether you believe this or not, there are implications when certain developers or some people come into a community, right? And then and they don't want it to be known just yet. And some of it is just because they want to be first to the punch and they don't want to, you know, get their competitors going as well too until it's after, until it's after the fact they've already been made public, right? Those are NDAs. And um, some of you in the audience are there sometimes. You should know about NDAs. I know some of you that definitely know about NDAs um, because you talk about them all the time and I know you're schooled on them. So my point is, is that, um, you know, I just think that the city, not just Daltona, but I think cities in general can always do a better job when it comes to public records requests because of the fact that it just, whenever you stall or you're making people pay an absorbent amount of money or like, oh, if I need 30 pages, it's going to cost me 40 bucks or whatever it may be. I know that's, I know that city staff time, but, and I know, okay, you want to recoup a little bit of it, but you know, come on, man, really? Like it just, it looks Here's the impression that people get. It looks nefarious and it looks like they're stalling for because they don't they want to hide something. And maybe in some cases it may not be. Yeah. But that's what it looks like. Just turn over whatever they're looking for for the most part, unless it's and then if it is something they can't talk about, explain to them. Hey, we can't because this is under NDA. Yeah. So we've redacted a couple of things, but other than that, yes, here's everything else for you. Yeah, and you know, here's the the, the problem that I that that I experienced, mm-hmm. right, was the the barbaric nature of uh, just the, the back and forth with yeah. when we're talking about the first amendment stuff, you know, and let me tell you something, as I said before, I'm a human being first, mm-hmm. right? Being a commissioner is what I do. It's not who I am. Right. And when you have someone posting about you 10, 12, 15 times a day, that runs into cyber stalking, cyber bullying, mm. that kind of thing. Yeah. And, you know, I made a vow not to do that in a public platform. There are a couple of only a couple of people that I will engage with in an adversarial mm. manner. Usually the better angels just like I roll my eyes and let it go. Because here's the thing. And this was told me today and I didn't I didn't think about this is that. When people are yelling, especially men, it usually means like they're crying inside. And when I was told that, because men, um, I'm not using it as a generality. This is what this person was telling me. And then we're talking about scientific stuff, not just stabbing air. Yeah. 
but men have not been properly through the generations taught how to vent and with that emotion and be sad mm. or be frustrated okay. it comes out as yelling, you know, because I had this big thing with someone else regarding that. Because when I get yelled at, I just shut down. Mm. I stop listening. I don't engage. Yeah, and I yeah. don't, it's very hard for me to pick up and, and, and re-engage after that. I need a minute to clear my head. Now, this person that I was talking about, and two, this act of person that I was talking about yelling, I actually respect this person. I understand that they have a lot of passion. But, you know, it's there's always going to be foils between, you know, between residents and between commission. And we talk about, the, you know, my, my professionalism was... Um, brought into question, mm-hmm. you know, like I should be better than that. I'm supposed to be a role model. Um, and I'll tell you this, this is not in my defense, but I'm telling you my thought process is yeah. that I'm usually pretty respectful of people and very, um, I try to be um, mindful that I do have a job to where, where I have to listen to people, even when they're not in their best of days. And usually when I'm meeting with a constituent, they're not in their best of days, Yeah, you know, and I understand that. But this is on a whole new level, and I think that everybody that tries to equate this person that berates all the time with anybody else, they know the difference. Yeah. They want to use him as an example of, uh, you know, First Amendment, everybody has, and no. it's just really not. The stuff like this is not, it, it just is not, and nobody deserves that type of abusive behavior, and, you know... I just, the last thing I'm going to say about it, because I'm not going to talk about this person anymore. I'm not going to talk about this anymore. I don't want to talk about it anymore on the podcast um, because, but it needs to be addressed because it's been all week. You know what I mean? All week. Um, Is that I'm a human being and I react and I get angry. And I will tell you this, that I do use um, 95% of the time. My better angels will win. I, Mm. I use, I'm very, diligent about the use of restraint of pen and tongue, yeah. you know? Um, um, but there comes a time when you need to address a bully because that's the only way they ever shut up. Yeah. You know what I mean? No. And I think that folks, uh, listen, I think folks need to do a better job of understanding what their actual first amendment right is. Mm-hmm. It, you know, the first amendment right, whether people realize this or not, there is a level of restriction. Mm-hmm. It's even talked about in the Constitution. You just can't yell fire, right? You know, you yep. can't you can't do the fighting like words. So my point in saying this is uh, two things. I'll just and I'll two three things, and I'll be real quick about it. Is number one, um, your First Amendment right doesn't extend to you bullying people or using mm-hmm. nasty foul language or making lobbying um, uh, crazy insinuations at any elected official or for that matter any anybody in general. But because they're public, they're quote unquote public and individuals. Here's the thing: you're free to do it, but you are not free from the consequence of doing yeah. That. Well, oh, and, hey, that's a very good point. And yes. here's the thing: just know this. <laughs> This, just know this, yeah. that limitations are very subjective due to, uh, uh, yeah. based on the person, right? Yep. And you might've gotten away with it for a number of years, mm-hmm. but I've had, I'm saturated now Yeah, and I'm not going to be quite as understanding for that type of behavior as I have been in the past because yeah. I'm just really sick of it. And I'm not only, and here's the thing, you know, what started this, this wasn't even about me. Mm. This was about them attacking somebody else and me just being absolutely sick of that behavior, period. Well, you bu- know? bullying in any form, yeah. all right? 
is never good, whether it be verbal abuse mm-hmm. or anything else, right? And they always say, well, if you can't take it, no, 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 no. There's a difference between criticizing the individual on policy and their vote that they took or whatever mm-hmm. it may be, and then just lobbying and hurling accusations and then going on and using your, using, dropping F-bombs. I can do it here because it's my podcast. But when you get up to that setting, I'm not saying you couldn't. Mm-hmm. However, also understand too that there's... N- Outside of certain aspects of you know public comments on certain uh, things you guys are doing, you're afforded three or four minutes to make a um, comment. Be constructive. I will tell you this. Y'all are lucky because if it were me, you'd get one or two warnings and then you're done. And if every time you come to commission meeting, you, you act up again, I got to warn you again, there will come a point in time where I'm going to trespass you. You're no longer allowed in the building unless you're going to do official business on the other side. But for commission meetings, you're no longer allowed yeah. I'm gonna, because we, because they can do that. They chose to, they're being nice up there. I wouldn't be as nice. And I'm telling you, it's been going on for way too long. I just shut half of you down until you, you're gone. You're out of here yep. because it's just, it's absolute nonsense. When you got to be called, your attention got to be called on the fact that you're just berating individuals and and there's nothing you're doing that's advancing the conversation. Yep. But when you start dropping F-bombs, I'll give you one or two warnings. And after that, you're bounced out. Yeah. You're done. Well, and I want to say this, because, again, I'm yeah. not talking about it anymore. <laughs> okay. There was another situation, but I've already talked to you about that privately where I'm just yeah. rolling my eyeballs right at it. Yeah. Yeah. I hear things. And if you, yeah, I just, I, that, so when you talk to me about certain things, I just kind of like, I just, it rolls, I roll my eyeballs because I kind of go, these yeah. people, they, they don't have no clue. Yeah. I see, I hear these comments all the time. Oh, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. No, you can't. Just be quiet. Shut up. <laughs> Anyways, whatever. Hey, I want to say this. Yeah. Though. <laughs> I still serve at the pleasure of my residents. Good Even with this, know this. Yeah. I'm still going to fight for you to make sure your your property's not flooded. Okay? Even after that, I'm going to make yeah. sure whatever you need, I'm here for. Just know that. Even after all that. Because I will tell you, in talking to the person that I talked to today, it gave me a whole new perspective to kind of like soften my edges up a little bit on that respect. You know what I mean? And, you know, the the last thing that I am going to address as far as that goes, and, you know, we've talked about it today. Um, I want to talk to you about cursing. Mm. Okay. Let's talk about cursing. Yeah. We've talked about it once before, I think, yeah. but anyways. It's not professional. But not, not, yeah, not in a, yeah, we probably, not, we've talked about it in kind of a, we actually talked about it once before about. We talked to it in a very. Dropping like the F-bomb in words in a while. Like, it'll do you some good if you, I mean, maybe not, you don't have to do it publicly, folks. Yeah. Please don't do it publicly. But if you're at home or you should try as best you cannot do it publicly, right? Mm-hmm. But, you know, it happens sometimes in the, in conversation, you'll drop something real quick because you're frustrated or whatever. But it, when you go home sometimes at night and you want to drop an F-bomb because you just had that day, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Do it once in a blue minute. It'll probably make you, or whatever it is you, whatever, you know, tickles your fancy, right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be the F-bomb. It could be something else. But that was the whole point of the F-bomb a little bit was kind of like, hey, if you want to go home and do that. And that's how we kind of talked about it. You know what? My times. husband told yeah. me it was too gratuitous. He, he said, he said, listen, I said, how many of my podcasts have you actually listened to? He's like one. I had to turn it off because of the cussing. And I was like, I'm like. but he said that's your thing and that's your bailiwick and so here's the thing let me tell you about cursing Mm. i've never pushed myself off as um as somebody that wouldn't curse yeah you know what i mean cussing is therapeutic cussing is the way that everybody's like oh don't, don't cuss. You know what that's like doing? It's mm. like it's like holding a fart in. Do you know what I'm saying? It's not good for you. It can feel that way sometimes. It yes. does, <laughs> right? It's not good for you. Cursing is very therapeutic. It yeah. allows a human being to relieve frustration. Mm-hmm. It allows a person to put emphasis on a point of conversation. Yeah. 
it allows um, for free speaking and free speech, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and am I capable of not cursing? Absolutely. Yeah. I've never cursed in front of my mother-in-law. Mm. I don't cuss in front of my grandchildren. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe a four-letter word, but not the four-letter not, word. Not the four-letter yeah. word, yeah. Yeah, no, no, right? Yeah. So it's very... Um, I think most, I think most people situational. Would, yeah, no, I, I would agree with you because I don't, I, when you're, when you see me in a very professional setting, mm-hmm. you will never hear me curse. So listen, in the spirit yeah. of that, Eric, yeah. this is what I propose, Mr. Yeah. Raimondo. Right. Okay. Uh-oh. You and I are both known for being very free cursors. Mm-hmm. Okay. At least now everybody does it. They, they know me now because if they before in a professional, they oh, we didn't realize you curse. Yeah, I did when I'm privately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, just, the show is about giving a little insight into who Eric is sometimes exactly. so, and how the mind works a little bit. Listen, uh, here's what we're going to do <laughs> we're going to raise the cursing. Okay, I didn't have the jar out today, uh-huh. but starting next Friday, right. each curse word is going to cost a dollar. Whoa. All right. But that's just so that. Mm. We can, I think, when we talk about meeting in the middle, I think that that's a good thing. You and I will be able to still f- talk freely, yeah. but then we will also be assuaging some of the concerns that some people that would listen might not listen to. I yeah. think that is a very good meet in the middle. So listen, what I'll tell you is, now let me ask you a question. Can there be varying degrees? Like, So for example, maybe if you say... The D word, D-A-M-N, I think. Yeah. yeah. The S-H-I-T word or something like that. If it happens to come out, maybe that's a quarter. Listen, but if you if go you, for the big one. If you say, hey, listen, if you say hell or damn, uh-huh. it's a quarter. Okay. All right, but all right. any of the other alliterations of cursing right. will be a dollar. Okay. All right. I will keep that in mind. I, I can mean, do that. Listen, I, listen, I went the whole show. I... I, I we both did. Anything. No, I, you I, I, said four curse words. Did I? Yes, you did. Oh, gee, did I say four curse words? I only heard one. Okay, thank you. But I could have missed it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh. Well, you know, we got to start doing it. We got we, we to start using bullshiggity a little more. Bullshiggity. Yeah. Uh, fudge. Five. Oh, yeah. 305. That would make 305 happy. You know what we need to do? You need to enlist your BFF 305 to get us a, 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 an acceptable alternative I know he cuss uses, word list. I know he uses, what the fudge? But I'm like... I just, it's that, not. I, look at you. You're like all, you're yeah. all anxious. I'd rather not. If I have to do <laughs> yeah. that. I yeah. mean, OG, let me ask you a question. If you had to go down that path, wouldn't you just re- rather not say the word period then at that point? Yeah, that's what I would do. Okay. Just don't see, say it. That, see, I'm with him. Yeah, I'm with him. I, I just. Instead I, of some silly alternative, yeah, yeah, just don't say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I just, I'd rather not say it at all. But, you know what I mean? Ah! <laughs> that's two for Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, OG. I hate to put him in the middle like that, but it's just I, I like no, an opi- I like to have an opinion, and I think that if you know, and look, it works for three hundred five. I'm just that's just not. It. I'd rather just because I know I use the f bomb. It just doesn't come, but it feels good. It does. Yeah, can the, I just say this? Can I just say this? Yeah. The f bomb feels good, and, and I'm and sorry so, it doesn't feel good to you, and I'm sorry that offends you. But here's the thing: I'm a giver and I'm a learner, and I really when you the the whole point of our show is uh, to get. In the middle, but right? But also, I also think I also think too that so like I'll I I don't know if I've ever used the f bomb on the show where it was just straight like, 
what the F? I thought it was more like, I mean, conversating and like, oh, cause you know, F and this or whatever, like really quick, yeah, right? Yeah, it's yeah. kind of like, like it almost becomes like it's part of my just traditional vernacular. Like, That's what I'm and saying. And it shouldn't be. That's what I'm but, saying. But you know, anyways, I never, I don't think I've ever done it in that, in that sense. Um, but anyways, that said, I am pledging to go ahead. I will meet you there and mm -hmm. say, okay, but I, I do believe that, yes, there should be a degree because I think. We just set the degree. Yeah. You can say D and H. Just reaffirming for the folks who may miss it the first time. Yeah. The great thing about this, you can always play it back, but we'll play it. We'll do it one more time for you. <laughs> that there is a degree, a level here. So if you're going to use the F-bomb, if it comes out, you got to put up, a, you gotta, we got to pony up a dollar. If it's anything a little bit less than that. Well, no, no, no. Not just the F-bomb. because You said F, you said S-H-I-T as well, too. Mm -hmm. Those are like, you know. M-F. CS. Yeah, I don't know if you'll ever hear me say MF on the show. I yeah. may do it very privately, but that's because you just, somebody's got me real yeah. pissed. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. I may go to you and I go, man, uh, that MF for man, and I just uh, and I shouldn't do that. I know I, I should be setting listen, the privately. Example, but, listen, yeah. privately we can. Yeah. No, I'm, no, I'm gonna I, yeah. still use my holy book of cussing yeah. Yeah. with you, but yeah. on, just on the show because here's the thing. Yeah. I I want people to to listen and everybody uh, knows you know, who we are. Oh, right. you know what I have in my mind right now? A vision. <laughs> so if you weren't listening to the show before, right, or some of you came and listened and I, once again, I'll go back. I know we didn't do the, the other stuff that we normally do in the beginning of the show that we're about, you know, following YouTube and everything else, right? But however, this is what I will say. Mm -hmm. If you were there listening because you were like, you know what? I don't mind. That's just how they're just getting off at that moment in time and right. just whatever, right? What I'm envisioning in my mind now is like, oh my, the, the, everybody's gonna go crazy now because they're going, oh my God, we need to listen to the show. Guess what? They don't really curse as much anymore, so we can go ahead and like, we yeah. start to listen to it. Yeah. And everybody starts rushing in. Folks, please follow so you can <laughs> be part of the conversation. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, so I know. Sorry. That's so, so, hey, so sad. So sorry. But yeah, unfiltered yeah. and full of flavor, it will still be unfiltered and full of flavor. Yeah, because we are trying to put out the smoking truth all the time. Even if we, yeah. even if there are times we can't, and I want folks to understand something too. Actually, Greg made a point of this before, right? And, and I've known Greg Gimbert for a number of years, right? Uh, Gigi? I yeah. That's my and so, name, um, you know, Greg has his way of doing things. It's mm -hmm. not necessarily my way, but he has his way. And so he made a comment on the show about me throttling you a little bit sometimes. And I've been known to really? kind of, I've never done that to you other than just like pre-show. You'll ask like, if you want to ask questions, somebody kind of, Hey, just be careful how far you push it. Because like I'm sitting across from somebody who also is in a higher position than me in the legislature. And I want to make sure that there's some level of understanding where it's coming from. But, but that said, I think you've always just, you've, Ask the question you've wanted to ask, and um, I don't try, you know, if we don't say something, if I feel a little, or if you folks feel that I'm being a little restrained, is because I, once again, I have to mention, I do because of the position that I have within the legislature, and I'm trying to be very careful at times, um, because it's it's a fine kind of tightrope I have to walk a little bit, so a fine line, tightrope I have to walk, so anyway. Okay. All right. That's mine. Listen, I'm going to tell you something. But we saw the smoking truth. This was a very, um, I, I feel like this was um, a very good cleaning up show today. Yeah. That we were just tying some ends. Some and loose ends. Some, yeah, Don't want to talk about certain people anymore because I'm done with it. Not yeah. because I'm worried about anything because trust me, I am not. But I just, it just, I, to me, it's like I roll my eyes and kind of go, whatever yeah, it is. Whatever. Because I know they're going to say what they're going to say, yeah. but it doesn't, I don't let it. I'm one. I'm actually pretty good about that. I don't let it bother me uh, because I whether they want to attack me or not, I just kind of go, whatever, yeah, dude. Whatever. Listen, this has been a very enlightening, yeah. <laughs> and I feel so much better after this show today, right? And our new vow to, you know, yeah. not hurl. Like, well, let's just try it. So remember. Yeah. Now there's more reason to tell you folks, yeah. other folks, to just come because come guess what? Eric and Dana are not going to curse as much. much. Yeah. Yay. <laughs>
or it's going to cost them a shit Which ton. is, and I don't want to make fun. It's actually a good thing. And we should always strive to do better as people, as human yeah, beings. And you. one of those is just our, our time. Thank our you very natural, much. So. Thank you very much, Eric. Yeah. Listen, we've run out of time for <laughs> yeah, the day. I, I can hardly believe it that we're out of time. I know, one hour. It feels really good, though, right? I know. Listen, I'd like to thank our amazing producer, engineer, OG. He's awesome. He really is so awesome. Especially when he's with me siding at least two times in the show. <laughs> so waiting on you to get that colonoscopy, though. Yeah, I know. Yee! Yeah, you'd be a good film <laughs> show. Yeah, exactly. We're waiting. So uh, how I, was the colonoscopy, Eric? I, Let me get into all the details of what I, happened that day. Show you the video. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, listen. More people are going to watch that show than any other Highest rated show ever. ever. You're probably right. Because Victor's doing it with you, too. So I'm just going to remind that. Oh, just a twofer. Remember, yeah, twofer. Twofer. That's right. Yeah. We said we yeah. said twofer. Yeah. Twofer, yeah. God. Listen, guys. Listen. Yeah. Come back. Join us on Facebook. Join us on Smoking Truth. Um, dot. Dot, 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 whatever. Dot, Go to YouTube, folks. We're the Smoking Truth, truth on YouTube. Yeah, trust yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. Have a good week. And listen, yeah. just remember this. <laughs> if it's important to you. It definitely is important to us. <laughs> Peace out. Take care. Bye. A Cigar Hustlers podcast, its owners and its sponsors take no responsibility for the opinions or statements made by the talk show host or their guests. Statements or show topics are not necessarily the beliefs of Mike and Mike Productions or the podcast providers, and opinions between talk show hosts may differ. It is not our intention to libel, incite, or hurt anyone's feelings. We invite you to write the show's host, Mike Stefankiewicz, with any feedback or suggestions that you have for their shows. These broadcasts are presented and made public as entertainment in the hope that they will be entertaining to the audience.